Hello, everyone. I'm Holden Sherman from Miles of Sports Podcast, and today I'm back with Mile 27, and I'm going to be giving my AFC and NFC divisional round predictions for the 2021-2022 NFL playoffs. Let's get rolling. First, let's start off with the AFC and the Titans-Bengals game. As I've alluded to before in earlier episodes of my podcast, I really do like this Bengals team, and I think that in years to come, they're going to be one of the better teams in the NFL and be doing it for a long time. But how they're currently constructed, I think it'd be really hard for them to win multiple playoff games, considering that the Bengals-Raiders game last week came right down to the wire, and there's a questionable call that many feel shouldn't have counted, and without it, maybe the Raiders would have won. And I think that when you have a putrid O-line and you're going up against a Titans defensive line, which is hungry and has some very elite players such as Danico Autry and Harold Landry, it's going to be really hard to combat that. I think Joe Burrow can only do so much in this situation. And this time, instead of being at home and being very comfortable there, you're going to be on the road in Tennessee. And Tennessee has been one of the better home teams this year, especially against very good teams. You know, you look at how they played versus Kansas City at home. They absolutely obliterated them. You look at how they played the Buffalo Bills at home. They absolutely destroyed them. This Tennessee team, I trust to win games when they're at home, especially in this atmosphere. So I'm going to be taking the Titans to win this game. And that's not even mentioning that Mike Vrabel is 4-0 off a bye in his coaching career. And he's proven to beat very good teams. I mean, you can just look at this year. Like I said earlier, he beat the Bills. He beat the Chiefs. He also beat the Rams away without Derrick Henry on Sunday night football. He beat the Patriots last year, uh, two years ago in the playoffs. He beat the Ravens two years ago when they were um, a wild card and they went into M&T Bank Stadium and they completely outplayed the Ravens throughout that whole game and showed up MVP Lamar Jackson. I trust this Titans team and this Titans team is hungry. They've been in the playoffs multiple times over the last five years. And this team, after coming off a frustrating and disappointing defeat last year in the first round versus the Ravens, I think they're hungry to prove people wrong. Even the new acquisitions that they've had, such as Julio Jones, Julio Jones is an experienced playoff player. So although he's not having the greatest season so far, he's finally healthy right now. And I think that's really going to help them because I think he's the type of player who steps up when he needs to. And this is all without mentioning Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's returning tonight, today, and I'm very excited about that. I think when you add that to their team, it makes them the much better team. And I think I expect Henry to come in. They were saying that he's already doing okay after contact in practice. I expect Henry to come in and be a really dominant force. And I expect the Titans to use a lot of ball control. And as long as Ryan Tanhill doesn't make too many mistakes with the football, I expect a Titans victory today. Now for the Chiefs-Bills game. Patrick Mahomes is 3-0 in his career in the divisional round, and he's also 6-1 in his playoff career versus AFC opponents. He's only ever been eliminated by Tom Brady in his career, and that one loss that he had in the AFC games came to Tom Brady. His only loss that he had in the Super Bowl came to Tom Brady. So I don't think there's a big detriment to losing to Tom Brady. So when when Mahomes plays anyone else, he's always a winner, and he's always been very excellent. Also, The Bills are 0-5 in one-possession games this season. That kind of makes me nervous, as this game possesses some of the best teams in the NFL. And I think that when it comes down to it, you need to be able to execute in the end. And that's been the issue for the Bills 
in a lot of their close games that they've lost. You look at the Bucks game. They gave up a big touchdown to Brashad Perry, Perryman um, during the regular season, and that cost them the loss. You know, you look at the Patriots game that they played on Monday Night Football in Buffalo. The, the Bills were not able to generate enough offense, especially late in the game. You look at some of the ways that the Bills have lost some of these close games, and you think to yourself, what are they going to do when it matters in the playoffs? So last week when they played the Patriots, they were, in a, in a, they were not in a situation like this because they absolutely obliterated the Patriots. It is very unlikely that they obliterate the Chiefs. And so you're going to have to compete with the Chiefs all 60 minutes. And when it comes down to those final five to seven minutes, you're going to, be just, you're going to have to be just as good as you were in the first 55 as you are in the last five. So I need to see the Bills be very, very good in this game to give them any chance. But overall... I think the Chiefs just have better skill players. You look at wide receivers. I know the Bills maybe have a slight edge, but Tyreek Hill is probably the best receiver that any of these one of these two teams have. Tight ends. Obviously, the Chiefs have better tight ends. The Chiefs' offensive line, even though they lost Lucas Niang for the rest of the year, is a very good offensive line. I think the running game for the Chiefs has been much better as of late. If you look at Jarek McKinnon last week versus the Steelers, he brought them a lot of dynamicness and helped their running game be a little bit more electric. They're also getting Clyde Edwards-Alaire back for today, uh, this, this weekend's game. And I think that will be a very big deal. And if you look at the Bills' run game, it's not always been the best. I know there, were a time, there was a time during this year that Devin Singletary and Zach Moss were doing very well together, but that time has slowly faded away. So I'm not very confident in the Bills' run game in a, in a game that I think you're going to need to have multiple layers of your offense being very, very, very good. Do I trust and believe that Josh Allen will make a bunch of big plays during this game? I do. But I'm not also fully sure that I can expect him to be careful with the football the whole time and not take too many risks that he shouldn't. Josh Allen's never been in a game like this where there's some level of pressure on him to play well. Last year when they made the conference championship game, no one was really expecting it. So there wasn't any pressure on him to necessarily um, shine. But now there is this year, and I don't know how he's going to respond to that. But what I do know is that when Patrick Mahomes plays anyone in the playoffs not named Tom Brady, he's very, very good, and he always wins. So that's why I'm going to be going with the Chiefs to win in a close game this weekend. Now for my NFC predictions. The first game I'm going to talk about is the Green Bay Packers versus the San Francisco 49ers. Although Jimmy Garoppolo made a bunch of mistakes last week, the Niners were still able to carry out the victory and win. Versus the Green Bay Packers, you're not going to have the ability to make those same mistakes. Aaron Rodgers only had four interceptions this year, and Aaron Rodgers, and one of the reasons why he's so great is he done, doesn't turn the ball over. He doesn't do that many silly mistakes. He doesn't make that many silly mistakes with the football. I think the QB discrepancy in this game is too large, and I think the Packers have such a strong advantage that will already give the Packers a big advantage. They're also at home field. When the Packers and 49ers played in the playoffs two years ago, the San Francisco 49ers were at home. This time, the Packers are at home. And this Packers defense is better than it was two years ago. They've got players now like Rasul Douglas, which really helped them. Their offense is more balanced. David Bakhtiari for them is getting healthy for them. They, there's a chance that Jair Alexander also plays, as well as Darius Smith. This Packers team is getting healthy at the right time, and they're coming together at the right time. I also think there's an absurd amount of urgency for the Packers to do very well in the playoffs this year. 
They had the best record in the NFL. And Aaron Rodgers, after making two consecutive NFC Championship games and not making the Super Bowl a single time, I think he needs to win a Super Bowl this year and at least get to the Super Bowl. So I think at least in this game versus a quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo, who is not very good sometimes in the playoffs, and as the numbers show in the second half of playoff games, his completion percentage goes down as it's more times where you have to be off script. I think that the Packers just have such a strong advantage here. Um, and the level of urgency is really big. You also have a very strong run game in Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. And with Bakhtiari most likely returning, that will make the game even stronger. The um, 49ers are also coming in quite banged up. Fred Warner, although it looks like he's going to play, and Nick Bosa as well after Bosa suffered a concussion last week versus the Dallas Cowboys. They're coming in banged up. And if Nick Bosa isn't 100%, their ability to get to the quarterback will be diminished, and I think that if the 49ers were to have any chance in this game, they're going to have to be really aggressive and also be very smart with the football, but I think that the Packers overall are just too smart of a team, too experienced, and too hungry to let an opportunity like this one, where they have home field throughout the playoffs, pass up on them. So that's why I have the Packers winning versus the 49ers this weekend. Now, for the LA Rams versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers game. Although Matthew Stafford was very good last week when they needed him to throw the football, I don't know if I can necessarily trust Stafford in the playoffs yet. He didn't win a single game when he played for the Lions when they had playoff games, and he did beat last week a banked-up Cardinals team where he threw the football under 20 times, so I can't read too much into it. And a lot of the plays that he, he was throwing and that he had better success on, his receivers were wide open. And that Cardinals team, they put up very few points that it wasn't really much of a battle and the run game was going. So I don't know how much to read into that. And besides, that game was at home. And as just as much as I don't necessarily want to bet on Matthew Stafford to win a playoff game yet, I can't bet against Tom Brady to lose a playoff game, especially when it comes to, to the divisional round. Brady is 12-1 and in his playoff career in the divisional round at home, and I expect that to continue. Last year... Brady was on the road in the divisional round, and he went into New Orleans and won. And I know there wasn't any fans in the stands last year during the playoff game, but it still still is not an advantage to be on the road. Also for the Bucks, Leonard Fournette is returning, and I think that will help their rushing game more. Last week, Giovanni Bernard was very good for them, and Keyshawn Vaughn has been very good for them the last couple weeks. But Fournette had some very strong games during this past regular season, especially versus the Colts um, and among other teams late in the year. So I think that return will be um, very helpful to them. I think they're getting more and more used to not having Godwin or Antonio Brown for the rest of the year um, as they have not lost a game ever since Antonio Brown left the team. And these receivers are starting to understand their roles better. Tyler Johnson is starting to step up. I know Brashad Perryman is hurt, but Mike Evans continues to still be successful. And besides, the Bucks have Rob Gronkowski, one of Tom Brady's favorite targets ever, who Brady and Gronk have some very strong experience and chemistry together in the playoffs. And I expect that to continue. I know the Rams have the formula to beat a Tom Brady-led team in the playoffs as they have an elite pass-rushing defense with some star players such as Leonard Floyd, Aaron Donald, and Von Miller, 
But I think in a game like this, where the Bucks are at home, I think Brady realizes that he's got to get the football out quicker, especially with Tristan Worms and Ryan Jensen, Jensen banged up so they won't be able to um, defend the Rams' D-line as well as they'd like to. I think Brady is going to find a way in a game that might most likely will be low scoring and not the most offensively dynamic to just eke out a win. I'm Holden Sherman from Miles of Sports Podcast, and this wraps up Mile 27, where I give my predictions for the AFC and NFC games for the 2021-2022 divisional round of the NFL playoffs. Let's hope for some good games, unlike last week, that had only two games that were in one possession of each other, and overall was just not an exciting batch of football. Let's hope for otherwise this weekend, and I hope everyone enjoys watching. I'm Holden Sherman from Miles of Sports Podcast, and see everyone on Mile 28.